you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Oh, it's the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go into detail with y'all. I'm just not. But... There's just some stuff going on in life. Life is life for me right now. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been taking the best care of myself in the midst of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. So I realized that this weekend. So I kind of caught up on sleep and like tried to like clean and recenter. And so I just feel like for me, I'm just going to try to find some sort of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, this is ongoing and I just want to find my way. Cause like, while life is life and certain things have to continue, like I have a job, like certain things you gotta I keep. I so wish that some days we just didn't have to go to work. You I know, don't... and not like necessarily have to take PTO, but. Like just not do right. it. Cause I <laughs> like... just feel like, you know, sometimes, like I said, when life is lifing and it can be consuming, mm-hmm. it's hard to focus on the other stuff that you have to put some energy toward. So I just think one for my prayers, go on, put me on that prayer list. (laughs) Um, and my family, but I'm just trying to find some more balance Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm struggling a little bit right now. So, um, I had a busy, a very busy week, um, between work and school and everything else. Just been busy, but I'm just trying to at least make it to the end of this program. I got three weeks left. Jesus, pray that we make it through this <laughs> program because it's struggling. But, um, so yeah, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out how, like, I guess I'm, this week was me realizing that I need to work on, um, still being the supportive person that I am and that I'll always be, but not feeling so exhausted, I guess. Um, cause I feel like I support so many people in ways and I just be like, Ooh, I'm tired. Like it, it takes me out. Um, but I never want to stop being supportive. If that makes sense. So I don't know. I got to find, figure out how to balance that out. Well, I'm going to say more balance. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just be feeling like I be trying to be everywhere for everybody. But you can't. And I can't. And that's yeah. okay though. Yeah. So it's like balance. And that's why I, I have to figure out how to be fine with saying no and not feeling bad about saying no. Correct. Um, and not feeling like that reflects negatively on me. It doesn't. Yeah. You're not a superwoman. Right. Right. You right. can't be everything for everybody. No okay. one can. No one can be everything for for everybody. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm just trying to figure that out and find that balance. Um, so yeah, that's been an enlightening part of this week. Um, but what's happening in the media? Well, oh, y'all, yeah. we got a new president. We have a new president. <laughs> new president, new vice president. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much an entire, the entire new staff, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, which I welcome the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Did you watch the inauguration? Girl, I wish I had time, but I didn't. I had so many meetings that day and I was like, why do I have so many meetings on this day? I have some days where I have no meetings. Right. But on this day, right. I had to have so much. Like, why? 
and I mean, it should be a day off for everybody, but it really should. I typically do have the inauguration day off because my office is very close to the White House and mm-hmm. like. However, since our offices are closed because of COVID, we got a lovely email stating, <laughs> basically, why the hell would we give you a day off? That's so funny. Oh you're not God. in the office anyway, <laughs> so you're going to work. Um, and then we got a follow-up message for us to you, like, you know, try not to schedule meetings during the inauguration portion, let people be able to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did watch the inauguration. Um... Am I happy Trump is gone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have, like, I feel like a healthy level of hope that some things can be done for, you know, some good? I do, and we'll mm-hmm. see. I mm-hmm. think first step was good was some of his executive orders, um, you know, taking away the crap Trump did and adding to that it. That was what he did on his first, first day. day. He was like, let's get rid of this, 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 and this. And I'm <laughs> for it. Um, and I actually encourage us, because I'm doing it myself. I challenge everyone to encourage us. Let's be more involved. Let's know what the devil's going on, mm-hmm. even in that office. Not only feel like we have to be involved when it's complete turmoil. When it's a mess. Like, because yeah. it's still a little mess. It is a mess, and I'm like, let's just know what's going on. I got to be honest with y'all. I did not, um, I did pay more attention to local, like, politics and stuff, mm-hmm. which I still think is important for people. Absolutely. But I say, let's extend and elevate and pay attention to it all. Mm-hmm. So I was watching, like, the um, press secretaries. A briefings like I don't I would never pay attention to it like that yeah. but I am doing a I want to do a better job of just being in the know and understanding yeah I want to find a balance though because like I feel like my mother watched the news all day and I my don't dad wanna, is like that I it can't. drives me insane yeah. no I can't either I have <laughs> um, moments and sometimes I watch the highlights mm-hmm. or sometimes I like to just read the summary because like, yeah. I don't want to watch the whole thing <laughs> what the devil was spoken about right give me the bullet move on right. so I'm like that's a good start yeah but yeah, um, so and while we talk about the inauguration, did you cry watching the inauguration? No, was I supposed to? I, I didn't either. Well, cause I watched it later. I didn't watch it. Why was but I, I crying? Well, people were crying for Kamala. They're like history is being Kamala. made. Um, Kamala, yeah. Um, no, I didn't cry. I did think. I mean, I think it's dope that mm-hmm. she's a woman and that she's a black woman and an Asian woman. Like, mm-hmm. that's dope. I didn't feel the need to cry. I don't think I, I, I cried I with bad. Obama either. <laughs> mm, true. I didn't cry with Obama. Well, that's what, that's something else but I that dawned on me. Like, the first time Obama got elected, we were in, like, we were so young that we understood the historical moment, but I just don't think it hit us like it hit many people. I think for me with this, I felt like it was an honor to be living mm-hmm. and to be young, mm-hmm. seeing moments like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I speak to, like, my grandfather about it, who is turning 84 next month. Mm-hmm. And hearing his point of view, when he literally had to use colored bathrooms, right. is outrageous. Like, yeah. hearing how he feels is crazy mm-hmm. in a good way of just hearing... And we already know there's so much shit that needs to still be done. Absolutely. But knowing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think I was like, that's dope. I mean, I think it's dope. And I hope she does well. Mm-hmm. And and by doing well, I mean doing for the American people. Mm-hmm. And that's saying for Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about this. They yeah. weren't our ideal candidates, but honestly, none of them really are. Mm-hmm. And none of them ever will be. Mm-hmm. There will always be something wrong with a candidate because oh, yeah. there's always and something wrong. Human. Right. And there's always something wrong with us. Yeah. 
Right. So I'm just saying, um, I want to give them my opportunity and that we have, and that Democrats have, um, majority, even though it's a slim margin, it is majority. So mm-hmm. it's like, let's see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And like I said prior, if they ain't doing nothing, we need to vote them out. Like mm-hmm. enough is enough, mm-hmm. especially there was a lot of issues and broken systems prior to the pandemic and under the pandemic, it has just gone shot to hell. Right. Uh, um, especially under the last president's leadership. Mm-hmm. So at this point, fix it. Right. We got a new new president, vice president. Um, we got new diversity and things like that. That's wonderful. That's great. Mm-hmm. But do something. Help the American people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. So I do want to say I do want to um highlight. Michelle Obama, because she was killing it in that bang. (laughs) And that girl, I was on Twitter because, um, you know, they they put out who's dressed them hair, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that girl's booked. Do do you hear me? (laughs) Right. Booked. Mm Because she's in Virginia. And she is booked. Because one girl was like, I was happy to see that her prices are released. She was like, but y'all ain't, don't think anyone's going to be in her chair until right. like 2022. Especially with her, because she has good COVID precautions mm-hmm. in place. And so that means it, it's like an extra level of Comfort, I'm busy. Right. Because I can't put y'all in here together and stuff like that. So yeah. She looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Hair, I mean, the whole thing. I think everyone was like, yes and yes. <laughs> right. Actually, I did like Jill... Um, um, Jilly, as Joe calls her, uh-huh. she looked. She gave me Cinderella energy with mm. the blue, and I thought that was really cute. Was, Disney. I was feeling Frozen. I was. Oh yes, <laughs> I felt Cinderella, but Elsa as well. <laughs> right. I was giving Cinderella energy. <laughs> so I think, and I also want to give a shout out to Biden's granddaughters because they was cute mm-hmm. in their little get up. So I was <laughs> like, okay. Um, I will say the singing selections were funny. Twitter was really funny watching the inauguration. What, what, what juice does J-Lo have that she keep getting booked for stuff? Because she got it. Because what? When I going, saw her, like, she got connections? When I saw her announced on a ticket, I was like, okay. Why do y'all keep choosing and then her? when I heard, I think her first note, I was like, hmm. Here's the thing. J-Lo's a great performer. We know that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to just vocal ability... It's not there. There's so many more singers that, (laughs) to me, should have been considered. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, especially ballads, are not not the butter, uh, her bread and butter. It's okay. It's not. So, (laughs) when she did that, I was like, what? (laughs) Then she did not plug this song in. In, and did you also yesterday she started a um challenge a love don't cost a thing challenge? I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, girl, please. Well, one thing I gotta say, y'all, I know why they do crap like that. She mm-hmm. trying to get that song on the chart, mm-hmm. but it annoys me that everything has to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. So now people are supposed to be walking on the beach, lip syncing your song, taking their clothes but you off. You know, she could have at least just paid somebody else to start it. Like you, like, cause it's obvious anyway. But, like, girl, don't do it on your own. Like, you don't have to be the one to do it. Pay somebody to do it. I'm just So tired. it looks a little more organic. I'm just tired of all this. this <laughs> dumb act. That's not, to me, that's not a challenge. Walking in and taking your clothes off. <laughs> like, we going to, I would, if I lived near a beach, I would totally, like, do it for fun. Like, j- just to laugh. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of challenges, let's talk about Chloe for a minute. They got separate Instagrams, yeah. which I always wonder when they would do that. Just uh-uh. because, you they're know. They're still individuals. They're still individuals. They have different opinions. And they and have, and just the same way, the same way we're on social media, it's mm-hmm. the same way some 20-somethings would want to be on, posting yeah. what they want to post. Yeah. And she definitely. And she came out posting, okay? She she took over the internet. <laughs> uh, she she did said, the, I'm going to let Hallie play her guitar, but <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to bust it. <laughs> I'm a bust it. And I ain't even had no drawers on. Right. So how about that? Child, I was like, ooh. But she, I had to, like, some people, I'm like, y'all, she is 22. Like, I mean, she's like, she's an adult. Right. But, but if you're, some of y'all a little too old. But some, you, I'm looking at you, 38-year-old Ron. <laughs> Ron. Cool it, all right? Cool it. You shouldn't yeah. be... Yeah, cool. Let's reel it in. Let's, She's 22. Let's calm down. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, all right, moving on. I do want to take a moment to give condolences to Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. He passed away. Yeah. Very, he's a, a baseball legend, mm-hmm. a pioneer. Mm-hmm. And also to Larry King. Yeah. Um, both passed away this week. So sending condolences to their family and friends, both very impactful. Oh, yeah. Um, in their lives and what they have done. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, how can I forget about that versus? That's how uh, we're going to wrap up this. It, well, because it was forgettable. That's uh, how. That's how. <laughs> we're going to wrap up this section with that versus battle. That versus battle that was supposed to happen last year. Mm-hmm. They got pushed and pushed and again. And honestly, it should have got left in last year. And <laughs> we get on here. And versus already hasn't been starting on time, which right. for the record, I don't like. I've it's always, not a concert, like, I've always felt it. like who's ever involved, because I know Swiss Beats and Timberland get a lot of the flack, but like the way they operating, there's mm-hmm. more people involved in them. Yeah, and like I don't, and I they have contracts, mm-hmm. and there needs to be more stipulations, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna get to. Um, so I was thinking thirty minute wait, because that's typically has been what has been. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know. For Gucci and Jeezy, it was an hour. Well, I don't remember. Yeah. Probably because I wasn't that concerned about that one. <laughs> um, but hour and a half, yeah. hour and like 40 minutes later, mm-hmm. it begins. Mm-hmm. And poor Shanti, who got on and was trying to do something. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, I just was like, girl, we're not buying it. But it was because I was already annoyed. Like, she was trying to have some presence in us not just looking at chairs and Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, finally Keisha Cole arrives, but she was always there, but finally she sits down. Right, because allegedly they were at home. No, she was, I'm gonna get to that part too. (laughs) She was always there. Let's be very clear, folks. Right. She was always in that room, wherever that room is, she was always there. Right. Always was, she was always dressed. Mm -hmm. She was, oh, that don't make no sense, but y'all knew what I meant. (laughs) She finally sat down. Uh, Danny had an attitude with us, the viewers. I was sitting up here like, where are you? Because she's like, y'all keep telling me to smile. Well, you made us wait, and you looking pissed off. She didn't complaining, even look that upset to me, initially. Com- complaining about, you, you want to stand, and you can't look. Because, like, Ashanti's camera wasn't that close. It's like, move your camera back then. I was just like, what is this? Like, I didn't, y'all didn't do test runs? Like, move it, the camera back so that you can have a little bit more space to stand up a little bit. It doesn't seem like it based off of what I looked at yeah. her later. So we get through it. Um, Ashanti definitely won. But I think Keisha yeah. Cole wasn't... 
she wasn't she being strategic with the song selections but i was but we talked about this i already thought my mom was on ashanti anyway Mm -hmm. i'm more of an ashanti fan even though i like you Cole. Mm -hmm. so going to the aftermath tivolin you mean the break in the middle Oh, how could I forget about that? <laughs> they, I'm they going to the aftermath. They had an After you made us wait that long, then y'all want to take a break? Right. Are you kidding me? The whole thing was just so ghetto. Mm-hmm. And so I do wonder, um, sponsor-wise, mm-hmm. what conversations I had after. Because, mm-hmm. like, they got the viewership. Mm-hmm. So would Soraka Doritos be irritated that a lot of people was coming at the whole thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know because they got the viewership. I was gonna say, they probably don't care. They probably don't care. Their goal was to be seen by a million and they plus were, people. And, and they, they were. were. Yeah. But anyway, the aftermath, um, Timberland and Swiss Beats got on um, Instagram Live and was talking about it. And mm-hmm. Swiss Beats was basically saying that, like, that was, like, too far. He was like, we cannot continue to have moments like this. Mm-hmm. He said, contract-wise, we need to make... Um, like addendums that like you have to do tech rehearsals you have to be there for tech rehearsals you have to be on time he was like we cannot have people waiting like that especially on a day on weeknight that's what I'm saying he was like we cannot have people waiting like that then it gets started he's like the energy is off people are there he was like but they're not happy so we'll see what happens in the future mm-hmm. but I'm like how wasn't tech rehearsals not in the damn contract anyway right that should have been that should have been standard you know after the initial ones when we worked through the kinks cause like, I understand in the beginning right or... but now y'all, y'all if y'all taking Doritos and Ciroc money every, yeah. all this other stuff needs to be fixed cause right. if y'all in a space where y'all selling time which mm-hmm. they are yeah. this stuff does need to be fixed yeah. and then um, Keisha Cole's DJ spoke out and was like, um, you know, she was frustrated because sound wasn't right. Her screen was blurry. You know, she didn't want to come out. She was already, and then she was already pissed because they kept pushing it back. Mm-hmm. And we get it because it wasn't Shanti's fault. Right. Um, and then I saw some clips of Keisha Cole where she was like, first and foremost, she do apologize. Mm-hmm. And she said, and she should have just sat down. She was mm-hmm. like, even though the sound wasn't right. And the um the quality wasn't what she wanted. She was there, and she should have just sat down and said, "Hey, y'all, we trying to fix it. I'm mm-hmm. here." Da da da. And I do think that would have made a slight difference yeah. if she would have sat her tail in the chair mm-hmm. and said, "Sorry, y'all, we trying to get this sound right. We having some issues, but I am here." I do think we still would have been annoyed, but that would have been better because yeah. like we was like, "What the heck is up?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know who's coming next. I don't know what we're gonna do next, but I do know. They need to do better. Yeah. Okay. And that's really all I have. And you need to be a real good one, because, like, you losing people at this point. Oh, for sure. It's getting to the point where I'm like, maybe we don't need to do anymore. (laughs) I'm just like, it was a good moment. That was fun. (laughs) Let's just be done with it. So, we'll see. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I definitely, I think... People keep bringing up matches that don't make sense again. Mm-hmm. Like, enough with the Chris Brown versus Usher. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't see how that does not match, <laughs> like, enough. Mm-hmm. They do not match. Right, yeah. When yeah. Usher started, Chris Brown was, what, eight? Like, <laughs> it just doesn't match. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Bravo moment, psych, ain't none. So, as y'all know, I had, I've been on the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. So, I am not fresh on my housewives. Gotcha. 
So thank you guys for understanding. And if you don't understand, whatever. <laughs> I'll be back next week with a Bravo moment. Right. But going into what are we watching? Mm-hmm. Happy to start off with Bling Empire on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That is a new show I watched over the weekend. It's reality TV. Um, crazy Rich Asians meet like Housewives mm-hmm. of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And for the record, they announced it as it was like Crazy Rich Asians uh. for real life. So before y'all think I'm being like inappropriate, <laughs> the dude who like opened up the show to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really interesting show. So, obviously, they have money. Mm-hmm. But, one, it shows um, Asian representation, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese. So, it shows mm-hmm. a variety. Because um, I will be honest, like, people are very ignorant mm-hmm. under what is under, like, Asian. Mm-hmm. People, like, but that's <laughs> another discussion. Yeah. So, basically, the main guy who kind of sets up the show he is Korean, but he is adopted by a white family. So he just wasn't um, mm-hmm. privy to his culture. He grew up in an all-white area. He has a Korean modeling. And so when he moved out to L.A., um, he was able to kind of find these group of Asian people. And so mm-hmm. he even said himself, when he <laughs> saw Crazy Rich Asians, he was like, yeah, okay, that was a cute movie. Mm-hmm. He said when he moved and made these new friendships, he was like, oh, this is real. <laughs> Like, just the, where they really have money like that, yeah. and they can really, and these people really got money like that. And so, it's this group of friends. Um, it's a really interesting show. One, obviously, it's nice to look at the bling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely, let me hold a dollar f- for all of them. Mm-hmm. But they also have interesting, like, stories. Mm-hmm. Like, his story is interesting. There's another, um, another girl who is married and it took her a long time to have a kid and her family, his family was like mean um, and nasty towards her because she couldn't have a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some, it actually has some depth to it. Some right. of their stories. Right. So I really enjoyed it. I hope it comes back for season two. Mm-hmm. So if you like reality TV, is if it you, 30 minute or hour episodes? Um, some are 30, some are 40. This is gotcha. the Netflix world, okay. right? Okay. They're not all the same. I think the longest one is like 50 minutes. Okay. It's eight episodes, so a day. It's, it's not, yeah. it's a easy, but I liked it. It's something light, something interesting, and an opportunity to learn about different cultures because mm-hmm. uh, some of the episodes were based off of um, different traditions and celebrations, so mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to learn a little something if you're not already familiar, but I definitely enjoyed it, so yeah. Nice, okay. Um... I didn't watch too many new things. <clears throat> I started the Salt and Pepper movie today, but I only got halfway through because the thing's at three hours long. So I'll finish that tonight. Um, I, I saw the preview. I was like, "What? It looks so D-list, but it's not. It's good so far. It's I, lifetime. I, feel like it's good quality. I guess the casting. I just always be like, they look like them a lot to me. Not to me, child. Mm-hmm. But I also think casting isn't always easy in those types of films. Yeah. It can be a challenge. Yeah. But um, it's been good so far. Other than that, I just watched my regular shows that are on because some shows still haven't came back from, like, their winter break. But, like, Married at First Sight um, and what's 90 Day Fiance and all that. I've i got to catch up on 90 Day. I'm mm-hmm. so behind. Yeah. This season is not that enticing. Like, really? I could stop watching it and 
not mm-hmm. feel much about it. It's like maybe I'll get back into that because I'm so behind on 90 mm-hmm. Day. And I'm not even sure I want to watch Married at First Sight. I did watch last season. I want him like, girl, what else you got to do? <laughs> so I probably will end up watching it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, so in Married at First Sight, it was the wedding episode. I think we got through like half of the wedding so far. Um, so we'll see the rest of the weddings and probably the beginning of the honeymoons uh, next week. But yeah, nothing too exciting outside of that. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was it. American Skin, I think I watched that. That might have been last week. I can't remember. They mixed it together. What um, is time anyway? Facts. What is time? <laughs> um, we did have a question of the week. It was, if you could change one thing about your personality, what would it be? Um, Ray of Sunshine 25 said, how anxious I am. Reese P said, nothing, but she felt like you wouldn't like the answer, so she said, don't hurt her, and you responded. I actually responded to it. I actually don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to say nothing mm-hmm. under this question. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, Lori Starr said, I would not be so forgetful. However, I can definitely keep a secret. Um, yeah, Goose said, this is kind of hard. I love my personality at this age. And so she was kind of in line with Reese Peace, <clears throat> um, but maybe be less sh- nonchalant about certain things. Um, and then the modern day case said, overall, I love who I am, but I hate how much I overthink. Um, I feel like mine's is nothing. But mm-hmm. after hearing... The modern day K, I'm like, yeah, I do overthink. So mm-hmm. I actually, but is that your personality trait? Um, I think it can be. So then, yeah, that would be de- that would be decent not to be such an overthinker. Yeah, because um, that that does I feel like cause unnecessary stress. Stress. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Because I'm I do that too. Um, and yeah, I hadn't thought of that previously as a personality trait. Um, I guess for me, I, my level of confidence, I would change that. Um, yeah, probably that. Okay. That would be one thing. <clears throat> um, so thanks guys for answering. But so today, uh, we are going to talk about kind of like dances, not necessarily just school dances, but like house parties and things like that when we were younger and our experiences and how the kind of parents that we would like to be. Um, when we have kids that are going to dances and things of that nature. So, Shanae, do you remember the first time you backed it up on a guy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do. (laughs) It was at a birthday party in middle school, a 13th birthday party, Mm -hmm. and it was like some location by the harbor. Mm -hmm. And I remember being excited because it was my first, like, you know... We're like, you know, it was not, the first like team. It's not an overly supervised party. Correct. Yeah. It was like so you felt like you was a grown up. Right. It was like <laughs> your first party where like you were more older. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we're gonna play games, and <laughs> it was like a DJ, and mm-hmm. um, you know, the lights were dim. <laughs> The parents were kind of scattered, <laughs> and like there wasn't, and like most parents drop their kids off so mm-hmm. there's only a few adults like it was very so like you said it felt grown up mm-hmm. um and that was when <laughs> and that was the first time I even know who I danced with like mm. um I feel like we're like cool we're not like friends anymore but mm-hmm. like if we saw each other it's all like, like all good up? or whatever yeah. um yes but that was the first time mm-hmm. I remember being nervous because like I don't 
don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't remember taking a how you grind on a boy class. I don't remember taking that. Um, but yeah, that was it. So yeah, so like, did you just jump in and kind of figure it out? Or I, don't, I mean, I don't remember that level. Of that detail. level, I just. I just know I was, like, nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. I don't remember if I just jumped in or waited. I don't know. But I, I remember an outfit I had on that crazy. That I remember the outfit. <laughs> I think my first time was at Justin. He's been on the show a couple of times. Our friend Justin. His 16th birthday party at the firehouse by my house. I think that was it. And I remember I watched Tiffany dance with people first because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, let me study <laughs> Like, and so I paid attention to what she did, and then I kind of just copied it, <laughs> and I ended up getting, like, passed down the wall, and I was like, guess I'm doing it right. Wow, your first train. <laughs> right. Isn't that wonderful? You were your first train. <laughs> Do you? But then... Mine's in a firehouse. Oh, my Jesus. That's the show clip, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I remember the next day in school, or, like, Monday in school, People was like, yeah, she a freak. And I was like, wait, what? Like She was backing it up. Right? She was working that was train. Like, I was like, Woo-hoo! that doesn't make me a freak. Like, what? I, honestly. I was like offended. I wasn't. Let me tell you something. <laughs> After that party, we was in school, and I was over here, and guys talk about the party, mm-hmm. and it was basically like ranking the girls and who could dance, and I was on the list who could, mm-hmm. and I overheard it, and I remember being like, yeah, I'm on the list. <laughs> Well, what you know, a clown I was. You know, back in the day, I was the very, like, I want to be perceived as, like, holy and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Look at you now! <laughs> She's a slut! No, I'm just playing, y'all. No, I'm just But so, that, I was so offended that, like, people thought that I was a freak, and I was like, can but, you not think that way? Why would and, you like, grind down the wall? You just grinding down the wall. I felt like I had a choice. Look at the you were a freak. You were grinding down the wall. I had no clue what I was doing, girl. Well, they I, felt like you did. It's <laughs> like, let me stop. I had, I had no clue. And so that was my first time. I remember the second time, too, because that was another, like, that, I think it was the same year because everybody was having, like, birthday parties for their 16th they birthday. They really were. And that was at someone's house. And I remember, you know, I think people's uh, T-shirt colors rubbed off on the walls and the party ended when the mother got there and started and saw the the black from the t-shirts on the wall and it was like it's time to go everybody gotta leave mm. and that was that um but yeah i danced a good amount at that one i think that's when i started getting my groove <laughs> were you okay being a freak then no okay. <laughs> i don't think i ever got okay with being a freak until like college later in college yeah later in college yes so freshman year i was not okay you just that. didn't like being a freak no I was letting my freak flag no, fly. No, I was still being a sneaky freak. I just was like, yeah, take it, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. I was being, I was still being a sneaky But you know freak. something, y'all? When I think about, like, high school and even early college, people thought I was off the wall. Because you would talk Because about I was stuff. just more expressive about it. Yeah. But literally, they know. <laughs> she was the one. I was not. It, I mean, we, how could we be freaky at that age? It wasn't nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> the people I'm just saying here we are almost 29 y'all was wrong y'all you should have been looking the quiet one you should have been looking at the quiet one alright 
<laughs> not at me. <laughs> so I think about, like, for example, Justin's um, birthday. And, like, his parents were there, but they were, like, in the kitchen area. And I don't know if they saw how we were dancing. But do you feel like you would, like, be fine with, like, your kids backing it up and, like, grinding on each other and feeling each other getting hard and stuff on the dance floor? And do you think you'll be the cool parent that's like, yeah, back it up? <laughs> Whatever well, her name is. First of all, I think there's <laughs> limits. Mm-hmm. That sounded very Caucasian. I'm gonna just throw a generalization out there. That sounded very Caucasian. Right. I'm still black. So while I'm not gonna encourage my daughter to back it up on Johnny, mm-hmm. I'm also not gonna cramp her style because I was doing it, and I don't, I don't know, I just don't, I don't feel like it did me any harm. Mm-hmm. Would they be allowed at skateworks parties? Skateworks is very much like a Baltimore thing. Sorry for everybody. It's not from Baltimore, but it was like, it was a skating rink that they threw parties in. Well, <laughs> I was not. So, no. <laughs> I went to one, not a Skateworks party, but before the Skateworks party, when like 92Q used to like sponsor them parties, mm-hmm. I went to one of those. Mm-hmm. Some kid like pulled out a knife on another kid, mm-hmm. and my mom picked me and my friend up, and she was like, y'all are never going to parties like this again. Mm -hmm. And she meant it because I was never at any of those parties. Mm -hmm. It was shut down. Unless it was like a friend having a party, those like random Mm -hmm. skateworks, 92Q, Kitty, any of them things, Sinead was not at. So you don't think you would let your kids go to those kind of events? I mean, I don't know. It just kind of depends. I feel like if I felt like it was safe, yes. Here's the thing. My mother didn't like shield me from stuff and I don't want to do the same to my kid I, right. I think you I know parents want to protect their child and they don't want their kids to have like learn about stuff too early mm-hmm. but being as a kid where there was no boundaries in which what I could learn about not yeah. what I could do because there are boundaries there but like there was no boundaries of what I could know about mm-hmm. I don't want to put my kid in that box either and mm-hmm. so I think a lot of times Unless my child exhibited different behavior than what I was doing that age, yeah, um, I would ideally wouldn't say nothing. This is my daughter's sixteenth birthday, mm-hmm. and they're doing a little freak dance or whatever. You know, I um, probably would just let her ride. Yeah. Matter of fact, maybe I'm humping her dad, <laughs> and I think more than likely at my child's sixteenth birthday party that our children would be telling us to stop. Uh-uh. Like, you no. won't be the embarrassing parent? I feel like nine times out of ten, it'll be more my daughter being like, could you not dance? Could you, like... <laughs> I totally want to be the parent that does, like, the, their dances. Me that too. Jump, that like, can jump in with I them and personally feel yeah. like my daughter would be like, could you and daddy chill? And be like, and I sit, because like you would be there, right? Can y'all just chill, please? And we'd be sitting there like at the table trying not to embarrass my child because it's her 16th birthday party and it's her moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. As long as anybody like on the ground humping, I, think I feel I wanna, like yeah. just let it ride. I think I would be similar to how our parents was. Like, y'all can have the party and be in the basement. I'll be upstairs with a glass of wine. Right, like, uh-huh. it's, you know, you monitor, but they yeah. weren't helicopters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like that's how I would be. So it's like, I know you're probably going to be backing it up. I don't want to see it, though. I don't need to see it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm going to mind my business. Right. I'm not l- looking to watch like Right, that. I don't, I don't want to see you twerking it. I'm sis. not. Like, I'm okay without seeing it. Sydney doesn't want to see Freak Junior. Is that would that bother you? Um, you know these knees are strong, so if they get passed down, not surprised. But 
But I don't think I I don't think I want to see that. No, I don't want to see. I don't think I want to see my daughter doing the bucket challenge. No, I don't think so. But you know something? So <laughs> things are so different because one, all them social media platforms mm-hmm. wasn't even around. Mm-mm. What would be? What do you think your rules would be when you have kids? Because I feel like my kids are gonna not like me because like. You're 12. There's no reason for you to have an Instagram, Snapchat, any of that crap. But one of my colleagues was telling me that you're going to change your mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. She was like, because when your kid comes home and they're talking about how everyone else has it and they don't have it. She was like, you're going to start. I was like, I'm sure you feel pressure as a parent. I don't disagree that it's probably a weird space to figure out what platforms and how old Mm -hmm. we didn't have that many options for our parents to even think about right i was like but i still think there needs to be some boundaries because it'd be the wildest crap going on Mm -hmm. on them platforms and now there's so many where i'm like my kid would have to pick two like you can't even be on everything because i ain't gonna be monitoring you on all of this i got my own crap yeah i i do think especially with stuff like tiktok because i i feel like that's more fun for them than it is for us. And so I understand. I would probably let them have one. It would definitely be private. I'm monitoring who's on who the follow list. Who right. following. Like, I'm monitoring all of that. But I think I would let them have it. Especially, like, it just depends on what kind of kid they are. Um, right. But I don't think I, it, there is an age. Like, once you hit a certain age, then you can do a little bit more. But, um, like, if my five-year-old wants to dance on TikTok, I'll be like, okay, I'll create one for us. And, like, we can do these TikToks, you know. But you, at five, you're not controlling nothing. Like, I'm uploading your videos. I my kid to know even what TikTok is at five. Really? Uh. Even though they would. I was about to say. (laughs) Here's the thing. I, for me, I feel like my, right now, I just feel like when you become 13, when you're actually a teenager, Mm -hmm. then we can talk about you being on social media apps Mm -hmm. and what the rules would be about it. Outside of that... I don't care how miserable or left out you're feeling, mm-hmm. you're, you're 10. You do not need a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, and honestly, these apps supposedly be having age things that people don't be paying attention to, but right. we're going to follow in my house. Mm-hmm. I feel like 13. Because I'm pretty sure when you sign up for YouTube, you got to check about to say you're 13. That's right? what I'm saying. I think you have to be at least 13, and I think... That would be it. What would you think about your young 13, 14-year-old, 15-year-old wanting to be, like, a content creator? Because that would be a very hard for And, me. well, see, that's what I thought about with, like, you know, it's five-year-olds unboxing toys and making millions. I'm not against that. Um, I would just very much be in control of it, um, right. the content. So I, I know that it would just be a time suck for me. But I'm willing to do that if that's a passion that my child has if Agreed. they want like be, I would be control over it. <clears throat> right. If they if you they can do your be, content but like I'm uploading it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with that. I don't want to thwart their dreams because I'm scared for them. I would just I'll be the little TikTok mom and I'm helping you and doing those kinds of things to make sure that if this is your passion we can express your passion but in a safe and controlled way. What age can your kids date? Um, my mother made me do 16. My mother made me do 16, but then nobody want me at 16, so it didn't matter. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, so, <sighs> I think... Not that you knew of. No. That's what you tell well, me. Well, because the, the thing is, I don't even think that we actually discussed 16 being the age because it was never an option for me. We didn't discuss if I was able to date until I already had a boyfriend, and that was at 17. I was like, am I allowed to date? And they were like, well, yeah. 
like at that point because it was like well you 17 girl like what you waiting on and it was like well i just got an option sorry like <laughs> well i think it, i did ask about it prior because mm-hmm. i just wanted to know i wasn't interested mm-hmm. and it was 16 mm-hmm. um and i was into makeup and it was 16 and like twice i got caught sneaking it mm-hmm. um oh so what age would you allow them to start wearing makeup probably like 16 mm-hmm um, cause I remember when see, I first, I, never had the, I, I was never into any of that stuff. So I, I was, so like, I was, so in middle school, I definitely was starting to get into it. My mom would let me use it at home, but mm-hmm. I couldn't use it out. And we know the middle school we went to, so they were in makeup. Oh yeah. And it was, uh, full face. I was about to say, it was, you know, shoulders covered in foundation, suburb t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, suburb photos. Like but, full yeah, face. Yeah. Um, my mother was like, No. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, around that age, because it was full-face girls started getting their eyebrows done, and, like, they were shaving, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I was like, you don't need to shave, mm-hmm. you're not getting your eyebrows, like, the first time I got my eyebrows done was for prom. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you don't need them to be done, they're fine. Um, and then, the, honestly, when I think back, it wasn't a, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I think if I had, like, a unibrow or something, it would have been different. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm be honest, because, like, kids get made fun of, you know what I'm Like, mm-hmm. I think if it was, ex- you know, if it was extreme, she mm-hmm. would do something. But, like, she was like, your eyebrows are fine. Yeah. So, 16 was makeup. 16 was when I could dye my hair, because I wanted mm-hmm. to dye my hair. Mm-hmm. Um... By the time I was 16, I definitely had my ears pierced three times, so it wasn't an issue about ears piercings. There was a heel restriction. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no restrictions at 16. But, like, there were times where I was, like, maybe 14, and she's like, no, those aren't age-appropriate. <laughs> gotcha. So everything was, like, 16. Yeah. So I remember 16, where I'm like, yeah, I can wear makeup. And I could wear makeup. It's not like she reneged or nothing. Right. I was dyeing my hair at that point. But she did have to... um. My mother did have to approve of the color, but mm-hmm. she never said no. I guess she said that, but mm-hmm. like, you know, my hair, my hair was pink, it was orange, it was green. Like I had every color, so right. she never cared. Yeah. But I think I would keep a similar. I think there needs to be a balance, and I do think sometimes when I do see thirteen-year-olds, I get caught in between. Am I over-sexualizing a 13-year-old? Because mm-hmm. we know how people can be. Mm-hmm. Am I putting too much on it? Or do I genuinely think that's too much for 13? Right. Because sometimes I'll see a 13-year-old and I'm like, yeah, looks like a 13-year-old. And sometimes I'll see others and I'm like, that seems like a lot. It just <laughs> seems like a lot mm-hmm. at 13. Yeah. I don't, I, I guess I'll see when I get there. We'll see. Since I never had those conversations because I was never into any of those things, I don't know what the restriction would have been. Honestly, the times I got my eyebrows done is because my mother told me to. And I didn't have a <laughs> unibrow. But it would be like, yeah, you need to get your eyebrows done. Like, in this, maybe high school, middle school. It wasn't that I chose to, though, but she just told me to. <laughs> so, I don't know. I do think one thing is, if my child wants a perm, you will wait till 16. I think I will put that restriction in place, I think. Yeah, I would restrict yeah. that. Um, yeah. But outside of that, I feel like I would... Ideally, I feel like I would parent pretty similar than the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like I had too many rules. My mother, I felt like, was pretty reasonable, especially as a teenager. It was like, you know, keep your room clean, mm-hmm. get your grades. Um, My mother always a big person. She was like, I'm going to trust you until you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. So instead of restricting up front, it was like, okay. 
So I do think if I would have fumbled that, more restrictions would have mm-hmm. been given, but I never did. Yeah. And I feel like as teenagers, all of our parents, to me, showed a decent amount of trust because, like, they were not always around. Yeah. And where well, we could have been doing some crazy crap, I but we weren't. For me personally, I think my parents had that level of trust because we were in that ho- in their house. Oh. I think, because most of the time, <clears throat> up until y'all moved, we were always at my house. And so I think that's why it was kind of like, okay, you like y'all in my basement, so I know y'all good. Um, I don't know if it would have been the same if I was trying to be over like people, houses that they didn't know or anything like that. I don't know if it would have been the same. Well, no, I don't think that either. I'm saying I feel like our parents, they weren't friends, but I think they were familiar with yeah. their friend group enough where I felt like if they knew I was with... Sydney, just like those names, mm-hmm. it was like okay, were, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. Like a, I think that's how I did go to the one skateworks party I went to. I think I said I was at your house. So you was lying. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and that was at the point that I was driving. It was like a late skateworks party. Skateworks was on the way out at that point. Terrible. <laughs> uh, Wait, cause was that cause of, uh, what's his face? Yes, yeah, he wanted to. Go. He loved to dance, baby. He did love to dance. Her f- <laughs> Her first boyfriend was a dancing dance machine. <laughs> he loved his Baltimore dances, baby. <laughs> yeah, so that was the only one I ever went to. And honestly, I didn't really enjoy it. It was hot and sweaty. And... I've never been to one. <laughs> My mother was like, no. Mm-hmm, so. Put the kibosh on it. Yeah. But I also feel like, honestly, and I think we spoke about this before, we were the most boring, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. teenagers. And I do hope... My children and my children's friends are just as boring because I enjoy my teens without doing like some of the risky. Sometimes I feel like the Caucasian teenager because I gotta be honest, not saying black teenagers don't push the limits, Mm -hmm. but like yeah, they was trying we not our friend group. But but when you think about black teenagers, but you think there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about like. We talk about, like, teen movies, right? Mm-hmm. Those sort of, like, middle-class suburban teens. Mm-hmm. This is the group, because I don't want to get, like, because it can be different. It depends on how he was raised, whatever. Yeah. But we did into, like, suburban middle-class black teens and white teens were a little different. Mm-hmm. The black teens typically didn't go as far as, like, I had white friends who was doing cocaine in high school. I was about to say, remember, I forgot his name, that white kid that he ended up getting kicked out of high school. But he came to homecoming drunk. And we was like, where do you even get it? Like, and he what? was like, you want some? And I was like, no. I was so disgusted <laughs> that he offered me alcohol. And he had like two tongue piercings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, how did you even get this? I'm so confused. And I was so like, no. Like, it was so not (laughs) where someone made me like, yeah, I'll try. I was like, get that away from me. Like, I was like, no. It was so unheard of. It was just like, are you crazy? I didn't even try liquor till college. Me either. I had my first, actually, take that back, my cousin's wedding. Mm -hmm. I think I was 16 or 17. We had Verdi. Mm. Oh, yeah, you used to love some birdie. That was, like, my first <laughs> alcohol beverage, mm-hmm. which is, like, Kool-Aid now. But <laughs> at the time, it was Verdi. So, mm-hmm. um, that was it. But, like, I hope my kids are boring. Like, in the sense of they just enjoy being a kid. Yeah. Um, I think kids, obviously, teenagers glamorize adult life. Mm-hmm. And, boy, if I want to do anything to prepare my daughter... And son, like, I don't want to scare them, but just be like, it ain't all what you think it is, all right? <laughs> enjoy just enjoy this time. 
But I hope my kids are... Once them bills hit. Yeah, it'll be as fun. <laughs> um, but I do hope my kids are boring because we were boring. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really do risky things. Mm-hmm. And the one time I did, I always felt like God punished me. Mm-hmm. And I just never did it again. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I do. I felt like it would never go right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. see, the Lord was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I remember when I played hooky and that backfired. I just was like, Jesus. you know what? Oh, I think I did try to skip one class and I ended up getting suspended. I like, it, it's just like, dang. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like, kids get away with this every day. And then the one time you do it and I just was like, all right, God, I heard you loud clear. Like, I remember <laughs> I tried to play hooky and um, I ended up, because my mom left for work before I would leave for school and this mm-hmm. is when we were driving. Mm-hmm. So she assumed I was going to school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and um, ended up meeting up with my person at the time, mm-hmm. and we were gonna like get something to eat, go back to my house, and I don't know, make out, whatever. <laughs> and we were at the place, and I locked my keys in the car, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, yeah, this is God." Yeah. And I'm calling my cousin who was at Towson, and she came because she had a house spare key, mm-hmm. and she got my car spare key. And by the time we got all this done. It was like the end of the school day. He had to go pick up his brother. So yeah, I no think, making out. I feel no, like that same. Week, I just was like, that was just because the first week of um, senior year. So like we weren't Shanae and I. We didn't have school full day. We would leave school and either like go to work or go home. But the first week of school, I didn't even have to go to work. So I used that to you know spend time with my man. <laughs> And <laughs> we thought we were so grown going to school half day right. and we had our money. That's the richest I've ever been and to this day. I got a speeding ticket trying to rush home to get to see my man. And because we were still on provisionals, I had to end up going to a class. Oh, I remember. <laughs> For uh, like reckless driving or something. I remember. And I was like, girl. I'm so Look what we was doing for boys. Right, because then I got my second speeding ticket on his birthday, taking him out Columbia. I was just like, girl, you and this man, like, God is trying to tell you, girl, you're going to keep getting these speeding tickets. I, I got so many speeding tickets early in my driving career. Like, my God. Oh, <laughs> boy. Bad, right, for a man. That, and he broke up with me a week after his birthday. I he was, was like, foul. I, I, I was like, I got a ticket. I spent all this money on you. He was foul. <laughs> and got and he broke up with me the week later and told me to take him off my MySpace. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. he was in my top eight, but his picture was also on my page. Dancing <laughs> food. That was a moment. Your top, your top eight, your top ten. And when you would get on after school <laughs> and people would be rearranging the top mm-hmm. and you was like, oh. So I'm not three anymore. <laughs> well, I'm going to make you seven. <laughs> not seven. Did you, like, in elementary school, after school, would you come home and just be on the phone with all your friends? Like, on three-way with mad friends? Because that's what I did. Elementary school? Mm-hmm. I... N- not, for, not for the most part. So, like, elementary school, even though I lived super close to my elementary school, mm-hmm. my mother felt uncomfortable with me 
walking home. Mm-hmm. So I went. I was in aftercare. My elementary school had aftercare. Mm-hmm. So like after school, I would go to the cafeteria, and at that point, I wouldn't have to be on the phone because I was with them. Yeah. So we would like do our homework or play until yeah. my mom picked me up around like five five thirty, and then I would go home. Mm-hmm. Elementary school, I don't remember talking on the phone like that. I was definitely. Um, definitely would have moments where like a friend would come over for dinner. Or, like, another parent would pick me up, mm-hmm. and I would go to their house. So it would be more like, what, what do the people call them things? What thing? When you, play dates. Okay. I was trying, it would be more like that in elementary mm-hmm. school. I think once I got to, like, middle school is really when I started doing the phone, like, being on the phone. Mm-hmm. I would literally come home, because at that point, I did walk home from the bus stop. Mm-hmm. I would come home, make a snack. Dr. Phil would be on. Yes. We were watching Dr. Phil and Oprah. And Oprah. <laughs> Three o'clock. Dr. Phil was on. I remember I would get my snack and then I would be on the phone mm-hmm. from Dr. Phil because I'd be on the phone watching that and doing my homework. Mm-hmm. Be on the phone for like Dr. Phil, Oprah. Yeah. A little bit of like five o'clock when my mother would get home mm-hmm. and then either she would need to use the phone or she'd be like, get off that phone, you're on my phone, focusing on your homework, about to have down. And then I'd be like, oh, I have to call you back. So we were lucky that we had an extra line for the internet, because you know. Because that was that too, because then every moment was like, you got to get the phone, I need to check my email. Right. Because in my house, it was so one we, line. So we were able to talk on the phone so much more, because it would be like, oh, call the other line. And like me and my brother used that as our personal line. So I would be on the phone till like eight, nine o'clock sometimes with my friends that I was about to be in school all day with. Um, Did you have time limits? Because do you ever ruin? I don't know if you had to do this, but like when you wanted to call late night, mm-hmm. y'all have a meet time so they could be right by the phone mm-hmm. so it don't ring that oh, loud, yep, 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 so yep. nobody would answer. Yeah. And yeah. so it'd be like, all right, I'm gonna call you back at ten. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like right by the phone and for. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes. You so like my mom was still asleep yep. and wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And would it hear that I was on the phone? Yep. Because I wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> and then after that, it sh- I think middle school, high school, it shifted to AIM. Instead of oh, coming home to be on the phone, yeah. we would You'd come be on, home to be AIM all night. You'd be on there. My name was... It's so embarrassing. Was it Sick Chick Name? Yes, because yeah. I still have that email. <laughs> um, so that was my I first... I don't remember what my name... Oh, it was Beatmaster. <laughs> It sure was. I played. It sure was. Listen, it's so funny because, so, I had a, in elementary school, I had a friend whose mom was a principal in the city. So, when the county was out of school. That aged well. Right. When the county was out of school, but the city wasn't, we would go hang out um, at her mom's school, which was always fun because, like, you was around other kids your age, but it's like, I'm not in school. I'm playing on the computer. Right. And so, during that time, we created emails. And somehow my parents found out I created an email. And my dad was like, well, what is it? And I was like, Beatmaster1. And he was like, now why is that your email? And I was like, because I played a drum. And he was like, oh, okay. Now, I didn't realize till later in life why that email name is questionable. Because <laughs> yeah. I was innocently naming myself. Beatmaster. What the hell are you beating, master? <laughs> and, and then, like, when I would go in random, like, the public aim chat rooms, people always think I was a guy. And I never understood it. ASL. Until <laughs> later in life. And I was like, ooh, Beatmaster was such a bad name. Remember, <laughs> like, why would you go with that? how we'd be in the sus chat rooms? Uh-huh. Oh, like, yeah. 
you would be talking mm-hmm. or they'd be saying something wild. And I remember like, what does that, like sometimes you knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I was like, and that was when I would start to ask some other questions. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm sure I was like, where did she even hear this to ask me that? Yeah. But I would be like, mom, what does this mean? <laughs> well, so you know, it's funny. I got in trouble for that one time because, so we were in AIM, like I said, after school, like every day. And you got in an argument with somebody, or Dion got in an argument with somebody. Somebody got in an argument and asked me to save the aim to, like, um, Word Docs. So I saved it to have receipts later on. That wow. was our version of receipts. Wow. Um, we were cutting edge from the start. <laughs> but I will always be on aim on my mom's laptop. And so she found it and read all of it. And I guess at some point I was asking questions to my friends about sex. And she was like, well, why did y'all just jump into it? Because I didn't save the whole conversation. I only oh, saved that part one of it. Part so she was like, well, it seems like you just, like, jumped into it. Like, that's what y'all always talk about. And I was like, I had questions. Like, But I remember I got in trouble for that conversation. Oh, for talking I about wonder what sex. the conversation was. And I was, was like, I was thinking, I wasn't even doing nothing at that None point. Of was. <laughs> like, None I of was us. just curious because the people in there was. <laughs> like, I mean, majority of us at that age were not doing yeah. nothing. And it was just, we had questions. But I got, I got in trouble for even... Talking, talking about, about it, it. <laughs> but I, because I was not the kind to ask my parents about that kind of stuff. I learned from my friends. Like, but do you feel like if you would have asked, they would have answered anyway? Probably not. And my parents were very much so the just don't do it, right? <laughs> like, which I feel every like every time we watched a movie where they had sex, it was like just wait, like that was it. <laughs> that was like, and so like I mean, to this day, sometimes watching stuff with a sex scene is just awkward because I'm just so used to the like. Just, just don't worry about that right now. Right, right, right. And so it, it's still a little awkward to and I know, like, like Watching Bridgerton I, with my mom was a little awkward. Because those scenes were... <laughs> right! Woo. I'm like, okay, can y'all stop now? Um, like, even at me, even I was like, okay, well, this is a lot. Like, it felt like... <laughs> I felt like a creep. Like, I was creeping on someone's private moment. Uh-huh. Good acting, Okay. <laughs> But I know that when you have children, ideally, you would be I more forthcoming to, yeah. and, and you would answer questions. And mm-hmm. if you found a conversation, instead of getting in trouble, you would ask, so what was that about? Mm-hmm. You know? Because yeah. like, or say, you can ask me those things. Right. Because it's funny, um, like when we, I would be like with other kids and their parents and their parents would be like, oh yeah, she hanging out with that little cute boy. And I was like, you can... You can tell them that they cute. Like you can tell your parents that you think a boy is cute. Like yeah. that. that was just so not normal for, you. for me and right. my environment. So I would like to have that relationship with my kids where they can say, I got a little crush on little Johnny and you know, and we shared a pencil. Like, you know, I want them to be able to come home and tell me that kind of stuff. Because I definitely didn't. Same. I feel like I had that. Which is probably why I still don't be telling my parents about me dating, but that's I mean, it's a habit. I mean, but that kind of creates the dynamic because yeah. I feel like because my mom was so open with me and I felt really comfortable as an adult, the level I share with my mother, mm-hmm. I think a good portion of people would be like, that's too much. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm used to. Right. I'm used to being able to say anything. And now that I'm an adult, I feel mm-hmm. like it's only gotten us closer because, yeah, as close as I was... No, I did not tell my mother when I lost my virginity. It right. still wasn't like, yeah. But like, I can now say to my mother, "I need my back cracked immediately." <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't think I can ever say that. To I my can mother. say that to my mother. Like, even I, I don't even think I'll be able to say that to my mother after I have kids. I <laughs> like, can say that to my mother. I my mother knows that I had plans to get laid last year and I didn't. 
She knows that. Um, and she hopes I get laid as soon as I want to get laid. That's My hilarious. mother wishes, gives me good energy for a sex life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the mother I will be. But you know, it's funny because my mother be begging me for grandkids. Now she means in she, a weird way, she wants she's you to get, asking me to get laid. She wants you to get your back cracked. <laughs> cracked and hit that home oh, run. Do you hear me? Oh my God. Get that seed planted. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, like now I can talk to my mom mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I even ask questions about her sex life. Not in detail. Because look. <laughs> there are limits. I don't want to know that. <laughs> and I feel like my mom goes out of I was about to say, she would tell you. To if tell you really me was open to hearing. Too much. Because sometimes I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I didn't ask that. I asked this. Because, like, all right, a while ago I asked my parents in their 50s. Mm-hmm. And so I asked my mom. I was like, I know y'all still bone. Mm-hmm. I was like, but do you still feel the same level of passion for each other mm-hmm. you felt when y'all were, like, my age when y'all first got married? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and please, it's a yes or no. Because <laughs> I am used to my mother. <laughs> and she was like, yes, we, we still have the same passion. That's I was nice. like, that's good. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I would hope so. Yeah. I certainly hope my back is still being cracked when I'm in my 50s. Right. But she said now, I'm they... I'm sure come 60, it might, not, it might not be able to crack it too hard, but... But they still... <laughs> she was like, they still have the same, mm-hmm. like, passion for each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes we talk about it. And, yeah. I mean, I've even had... And I'm grateful I was able to. But I've even had, like conversations with my grandmother about sex which mm-hmm. i never thought mm. i would have and my grandmother certainly is not someone who t- like she's old school so yeah. it was never but i think me being an adult mm-hmm. you know that's the one thing i appreciate my family we was always close mm-hmm. i think us as adults i feel like i'm learning new sides of like my aunts and mm-hmm. my grandparents because you learn them as people as adults yeah. as fellow adults and yeah. not just my not just this um I guess elder. Like, I want to, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say parent figure, but like, right. So now that there's like, I feel like I have more of a relationship, Mm -hmm. a deeper love relationship with my aunts and my uncles and my grandparents because we can actually talk about stuff where, no, they were not going to talk to me about that at 21 or 18, but I'm 28, I'm grown. Mm -hmm. We can have more conversation now. Yeah. And that's why I kind of don't like when people be like, or when parents say, I'm never going to be your friend to kids. Because it's like, actually, once you get to adulthood, you kind of do start to build more of a friendship with your kids. Because it's like, okay, we all adults here. We could talk about more. I love it. And, and it I really should be and that I, I love relationship. it. And um, I think it should be that. Mm-hmm. Like, I say my mother's my mom, but my mother's my friend. Yeah. I can go to her. And there have been times, not lately, now that I'm at this age, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But maybe my early 20s where I would say... Well, I need you to be my friend and not my mother. Because right. I know what my mother would say, but I need... And she'd be like, okay. Yeah. And then I would talk to her. She was like, as your friend, I would say, da 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 Because I know as my mother, she probably has something else to say. But yeah. it was like, I need you to be my friend in this moment. Yeah. And that's something that... I think being able to do that is a, definitely a gift. It like, is. It like, is, I, yeah. I love my mother and I admire that so much. And I would literally want the same relationship and closeness I have Mm -hmm. with my children. Mm -hmm. And I just think that started early because there was no boundaries for me. Right. If I had a question, we were going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it made her uncomfortable, but, Mm -hmm. like, I never could tell. She would just 
let me know what's up. Do you think it'll be awkward the first time, like, you bring someone home and y'all share a bed in the same space as your parents? Like, if y'all are on, like, a vacation and y'all are in, like, a big family house? No. No? I feel like that'll be so awkward. Especially because, like, you know, my parents, they want to move. And so if I go to visit them, right? ideally I would be in the same space as them. But... No, I wouldn't feel a type of way about mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I feel like that'd be really awkward. Wouldn't. Like, we really going to sleep in this bed with my parents down the hall then? Why, why would it matter? You're grown. It just, ah, it just feels weird. feels real weird. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would feel any weirdness. Like, mm-hmm. we're adults. They know that that's my husband. I'm putting in the universe. Manifest, <laughs> manifest, manifest. Um, they know that's my husband. Um, so well, yeah. Or fiance you would do it with. Either them. way. Yeah. He's cracked my back. And the point is, I don't even have to talk about it, but I'm an adult. I mean, mm-hmm. they're cracking each other's back. I don't want to talk about it, but I know it's getting done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are moments where, um, um, because my parents don't live together. Mm-hmm. And I know that still rocks people's world. They've mm-hmm. been together for a long time, but they still have their service spaces. Mm-hmm. When they were first starting dating, um, and my mom would be like, oh, your dad's coming over. He wouldn't spend the night if I was there because, yeah. like, I think they just were like... But there are moments when I would go out and I knew I wasn't coming home mm-hmm. and I'd be like, just not in my room, please. Right. Like, they like, yes, we got the house. And I would like... just say, please don't do it in my room. And they would just be like, Shanae, if you don't leave. <laughs> so, like, the joke started early. Yeah. So I just still want... I right. hope to have that sort of open mm-hmm. energy and joking... Cause like I can talk to my aunt about sex, like mm-hmm. I like it's just, it's just fun, and I hope yeah. to continue that with my children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like that's what I would want. Yeah. Good times, good times. <laughs> would you go back if you could go back? Would you go back? Yeah, I would. I miss it. I mm-hmm. miss just like the. What I worried about at sixteen oh, was so. That's what, if I could like, go back and change one thing. I would just not worry so much about the wrong things. That's I wouldn't worry I would. about boys. I'll tell you that much. Because <laughs> I... I, I, I don't think I was boy crazy, but I wouldn't worry about the desire for a relationship or the desire, like, being desirable as much. Because I think I just worried so much about tr- being desirable and, like, that just thwarted everything. Oh, I agree. I feel like when I say boys, I meant, like, obviously you like a boy and that's fine, but, like, mm-hmm. me... Wondering, like, who's gonna like me? Am I gonna be a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Like, I just would totally not even be worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are, 28, still being worried about boys. I mean, that is the one thing. Spend our life worried about boys. Damn it! That is the one thing. I have a daughter. That is the one. I'm not gonna tell her not to worry. Like, I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. you know, if she's heterosexual, first of all, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, look. Boys will come in and boys will come out. Don't worry about it in the mm-hmm. sense of when you don't get a boyfriend, when you're not that's, like. I feel like that's a thing that boys didn't worry about. I feel no. like they got to have more of a childhood in a weird way because they weren't as worried about relationships and stuff like but that. But we don't know that though. You feel like we know? That's an assumption. That's an assumption, yeah. Because I was going to say maybe they didn't worry about relationships, mm-hmm. but I definitely think they worried about girls. You don't think? I would love mm-hmm. to, like, talk to boys about it their It just seemed like teenage. they had it so easy. Right? They did. <laughs> but I I do, you know what? That's a future episode. Because I would yeah. love to talk to people our age, obviously, and talk about, so when you were 16, when you were 15, mm-hmm. 
what did you think about girls? Did you inspire a relationship? What was your thoughts about sex? Like, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about yourself and like how people viewed you and your right. attractiveness? And right, because like, like I that. don't know, yeah. and I'm thinking they talked about girls too. I don't know if they desired girlfriends the mm. way we desired boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. But they definitely was worried about girls. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the conversation was. So that's definitely something I want to revisit with yeah. guys. Like, yeah. where were they at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be interesting. But yeah, I think, I mean, we started talking about dances and got into, like, the parenthood stuff. But yeah, is there anything else you wanted to cover? No, my daughter can freak dance <laughs> as long as it ain't, like, crazy, crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to be... She can't, because she hit a split in the middle of the dance floor. Is it is the split on a boy? No, 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 no. Did she got pants on? Yeah, I say yes. I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it depends on the parameters. Of like the, that's why I said it's the split on a boy. Cause I would come out there, or maybe she want to do the traditional crybaby with a boy underneath. <laughs> Look at her face. That is, are you crazy? <laughs> Why in the hell would I ever the, sit there and lie, uh, sit there and, and eat my meatballs while that's happening? <laughs> eat my chicken wings while that's happening? I am breaking that up immediately. You're not letting them do the take you down dance? <laughs> where, where, where were we ever at a party? Well, we were boring. I don't, I don't, were teenagers really doing that? I think so, yeah. Humping each other like that? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. You're right. We were born. I mean, <laughs> you know, I I guess my spice was getting felt up at a movie night. I don't know. What, like, excuse me? We play high and go seek to, like, the end of high school. I would play it now. And, that's, <laughs> and here's the thing. More, I, would, I could totally go for a water balloon fight. More, I think a lot of millennials, <laughs> we still embrace that stuff. But I think that keeps us healthy. Mm-hmm. And it keeps, I feel like. You shouldn't lose that as an adult. And it's very easy to. So I'm like, I play hide and go seek now. So what's up? All right. Bet. Okay. Like, who cares? You got to find hiding spaces that can fit a person. Like, that's what you're outside. You just hiding behind trees. I don't know if my behind can fit behind and behind the tree. You got to be a big tree. Can you? <laughs> can you not? Like, like, you need some grand oak to hide behind. Will you just... <laughs> In this show, because now you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, guys, keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you ever feel like emailing us, you can do so. Goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.